Before we get started today, we have a message from our sponsor, 3BR Distillery. 3BR is a producer of unusual craft spirits featuring a kitschy Slavic punk tasting room in Keyport, New Jersey. 3BR's unique Gorovka spirit, made from peas, is an homage to a family recipe secretly distilled in the USSR. Experience craft cocktails made with Slavic-inspired ingredients in-house. Visit 7 Main Street in Keyport for more. Back to Matt and Mike Read Comics. This is Mike. That's Matt. And we read comics. We sure do. Oh, boy. Uh, happy to be here again at the Secret Stash. Um, it's just the two of us tonight. Melissa couldn't make it. I know she said she was going to come, but she had alternate plans tonight. You, but You know what? She does girly things. Which, I'm kind of <laughs> jealous. I mean, girly things are awesome. But so. I do have to give her credit. I will say, she read, I, I have in front of us on the table here, the four four volumes, the first three uh, stories, essentially, of, yep. of the, more of the Ultimates. She read them all. That's She's yep. an amazing... You kidding? <laughs> we punched up, buddy. I'm telling you, 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 you hang on <laughs> to the women that read the comics. Right, exactly. So, uh, yeah, always punching up. My, my wife didn't read these because... Um, it's let, let's let's, yeah, let's talk about let's it. Right, talk about this. And she she didn't like this because there were there were some issues here. Now this is what they base the Marvel Cinematic Universe on. Mm-hmm. Everything in here is a big blockbuster, and that's what uh, Brian Hitch is. He's a big blockbustery kind of guy. Everything that he draws is it looks like the comic equivalent of a multi million dollar movie. Yep. And I think that that is a wonderful way to to um, describe his artwork. It really is. It's like it's it's cinematic, right? Mm-hmm. You know, even even just from the this I what is now you know an iconic cover of the first issue, which is the cover of this this uh, trade paperback volume I have right with Captain America is the only one in the forefront. Everybody else is shadowed, but you see the silhouettes. You see you know Thor with the hammer, Iron Man, right? You know, poor Hawkeye, poor Hawkeye is just kind of standing in the yeah, back, exactly. you know, like but <laughs> but but yeah, again, it, it's all these covers, right? Like Captain America with the jets behind, very them. iconic, yes, and it, and it's all very cinematic and everything his attention to detail you know it's fun when you look at i enjoy looking at different art styles right because it's like when you when you first look at a guy like brian hitch's art you don't necessarily get blown away by it because he draws in a style that i consider to be very kind of realistic right he doesn't accentuate a lot of like overly big muscles and you know right and, and and whatnot but like his characters look real and believable so sometimes it turns people off but then when you look at the settings and the mm-hmm. background you're like holy shit yeah it's almost as if he's taking the like photos yeah. and just putting them in the background yeah and you're like wow that is amazing so you're seeing captain america and it's not exactly chris evans but everybody else is sort of you know pinpoint on it's like holy crap yeah it really is especially when you look at i mean they even of course joke about it right this is you know seven eight years before iron man came out but uh-huh. nick fury is obviously black in this universe right and they make a joke on like one of the very first issues but like oh, samuel L. jackson will play me in the movie yeah. right yeah. you know <laughs> which is kind of fortuitous but yeah exactly it's hilarious and, and samuel L. jackson is probably like god damn i'm i better play you in the movie yeah. Um, you're basing it off me, God damn it! But everybody fulfills their role, and that's. But this is a cynical Avengers. The Ultimates are the Avengers for the Ultimate Universe. 
Uh, this is the the Peter Parker universe. I'm right. not sure which designated number it is. I, I keep forgetting. I, I, think, I think it's like 1610. If something, I, whatever yeah, it is. But I'd be really impressed if I'm correct about that. That's, <laughs> that's pretty impressive. So, uh, But the Ultimates, you know, Cap, it, it's it, pretty much the cinematic universe, except everybody in there is, it's cynical. Cynical. Very, very cynical. They, um, they defrost Cap. It's it's very as if um, like Nick Fury's cynicism in the first Avengers movie played out throughout the entire movie. And there was right. no optimism. There was no Tony Stark being a quipping asshole. Right. <laughs> you know, essentially. Well, he he was a quipping asshole in here. He's got. Um, let, let's spoil a little bit for people. Yeah. He's got a brain tumor. Brain tumor. Yep. He's like, I've got a year to live, and he's like, I'm the smartest person on earth, and screw everybody, and I'm going to. Um, I'm gonna have fun and I'm gonna save the world. Yeah, and it's funny, you know. It's like it's, it's funny when you say when you call him an asshole because it's like in in like regular canon in the six one six Tony Stark especially is like yeah he's an asshole right but he's a likable asshole. Yeah, here he's just a douchebag. He is an incredible douchebag. <laughs> um, Thor is um, he's probably the most likable one. He is even Cap. Cap is a Cap's a jerk off. He's such a jerk off. <laughs> yeah, and every one of the, and that's this gave me a. a my biggest distaste of Mark Miller. Yeah. Um, ever. Because Same. this, I, I was like, all right, we'll see what happens. And I read, I read the whole thing. Yep. And I, I read it when it came out and I was like, all right, this, and I'm like, why am I doing this to myself? <laughs> why? <laughs> the main reason is the beautiful artwork. And from what I understand, and I think I've said this before here, I've said it other places that Mark Miller, by all accounts, Everyone I've ever talked to who's who's met the man, it's like he is the sweetest guy you'll right. ever meet. You know, he's, he's not really that much of a um, a jerk off. And I'm like, okay, that's that's yeah. fair. It's like he must he must like know lots of jerk offs. Yes, you know, like because everybody in here is just so unlikable, so unlikable. It's, I guess, and especially Cap, like, he, he's the one I think I really want to focus on because it's like. It's, it's his story. It's his story, right? Like he's kind of one of the main characters, you know. And it's, I, I, we, we, you know, we, we, I think we talked about this. I can't remember if on, a, on a, another episode or maybe one of the other you know, ten thousand podcasts I do. But like, there are certain characters that you you just like can't make or you shouldn't make unlikable, right? Yeah. Yeah. You know, at least in terms of when you're trying to build this kind of universe. Like, if you have, you know, like, Red Sun Superman, right? That's like mm -hmm. a one-off, you know, story. This is like a whole universe. But and even you're making... Red... I was, I'm, yeah, yeah. In defense of Red Sun Superman, which is also Mark Miller. Right. Uh, <laughs> That's right, it is. He was still likable. Exactly. Because Superman, you cannot... I don't think there's any way, unless you turn him into a murdering scum, unless you turn him into the Punisher. <laughs> yeah. He is not going to be unlikable. Because you still got where he was coming from. Of course, because yeah. he's, he's like a loner, and he's out there, and he's Superman, and you're like... Let's root for him. Yeah. You know, you want to root for Superman. Cap, and Cap, you really, really want to root, you, you want to root for him because he's the embodiment of the American dream. Right. And it's just, yeah, it's just so funny because they just make him such a prick. And it's just like when you, he'll have like these, these high moments when he's really likable and then he'll go and like, you know, I think the, the most egregious thing, right, is when he beats the shit out of Hank Pym. Yeah. You know, like. Right. And let's, let's talk about this for a second. Now we've got. Um, the Ultimates, they're, you know, uh, again, Nick Fury puts them together. Yep. They are a S.H.I.E.L.D.-funded team and yada, yada, yada. Cap uh, gets 
thought out of the ice. And let's start with Cap in World War II. He's an asshole. He's an asshole. Uh, Bucky's the guy who's taking his yep. pictures. He's following him around. He's like a sidekick. And he's an asshole to him. Yeah, he's such a dick um, to him. <laughs> the people that he's leading, he's an asshole to. Mm-hmm. And um, he's not much better than the Nazis whose faces he's kicking in. Right. And he's an arrogant prick, and he goes in there, and he stomps some, some um, Nazi ass, and then he gets frozen. As one does <laughs> at the end of World War II. So, or the end of your part of World War II. <laughs> and then they defrost him, and he's now in the Marvel... Ultimate Universe, which is um, Peter Parker, likable. Brian Michael Bendis, that was his shining moment. It's one of the best runs, like, yeah. Yes, of of any Spider-Man. Of any Spider-Man, yeah. Yes, and I'm, I'm a Spider-Man guy. I'm He's not my all-time favorite, but I love Peter. I love yeah. me some Peter Parker. Of course. Uh, Peter and, um, you know, our friend Bruce Wayne, yeah. <laughs> dear citizens, they were my gateway into the comics world. Mm-hmm. So... Bruce and Peter, Peter back in the, you know, Parker, bring me pictures of Spider-Man. That was my J. Jonah Jameson, my Peter Parker. Yeah. And um, and damn if they weren't just freaking adorable. Um, and Brian Michael Bendis, John Byrne had tried to revamp, uh, reboot, because he was the reboot guy. Uh, they He did chapter, I think it was chapter one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Spider-Man Chapter One, and it was a retelling of the Spider-Man mythos from um, like issue one to issue twelve, right? And it kind of fell flat. It was one note. It was, and it's beautiful John Byrne art, yeah, with him writing. But he's just trying to replay the entire, um, you know, first year of Spider-Man. Right? It, it just didn't work mm-hmm. because it was like it again one note. Whereas you had, and, and you know. It was still the, hey, Petey, eat your wheat cakes, and here's, have a microscope. You know, and we're all still sitting here going, what the hell is a wheat cake? Yeah, seriously, <laughs> what the, and holy crap. And then we, we get uh, Bendis's take on Spider-Man, which right. was utterly charming. Uh, his dialogue was something we hadn't seen in a very long time. Yeah. They spoke the way we speak. Exactly. You know, he stammers, he stutters, he's a sputtering, yeah. stuttering guy yeah (laughs) so yeah and so this is the charming universe that these guys are are in and go well because because ultimate spider-man was the debut of this universe right right? this can't be right so then yeah so then you get into the ultimates and yes you're you're in this bigger world right now and you don't you know you don't throughout most of this first volume this first story you don't realize what an asshole cap is and then you have thor kind of like a dick right but then you it's Everybody, even the people that shouldn't, like Betty, uh, Betty Ross. Yeah. Such an asshole also. Oh, my God. Like, the way she manipulates Bruce, uh, Bruce you know. Holy and just shit. Like, <laughs> and, just, and, yeah, she's like, um, I'm I'm cheating on you, but, you know. And she tells him to his yeah, fucking like, but face. deal with it, right? Pardon my French. Are, do we drop F-bombs? Yeah, we would drop F-bombs okay, on this enough. podcast. Excellent. Yeah, for sure. Good. I'm just making sure. Yeah. We, can, yeah. we can get that in post. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, she's she's like, yeah, I I slept with your 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 cousin, right? And you know, I'm I'm having sex with somebody else. I'm leaving you for whoever. And he's like taking Xanax. Yeah. And Hank Pym is he's having emotional. He's having he had a mental breakdown, and he is you know 
He's trying to cover up because mutants are not liked in this universe. Right, very much so. Um, that he's hiding the fact that uh, Janet Van Dyne is a mutant. Right. That's it's that's her yeah. power. She, Fact. she shrinks. Yeah. And um, so they come up with, you know, that's, that's the story. And he's trying to come up with the super soldier serum, just like Bruce Banner. But... He's also doing uh, robotics, and he's got so many specialties, and he's a schizophrenic, and he's on Prozac, and he's on like fifteen different drugs. And get if if you have mental health problems, get on the drugs you're supposed to be on. Yeah, right. And get the help you need. I, that's number yeah. one. Don't be a superhero. Right. Yeah, that's probably the worst sure. thing you can yeah, do. The worst <laughs> thing you can do is to throw on a costume and go out and start yeah. kicking the shit out of Especially people. Especially when the drugs you're you're also putting into your body are ones that are trying to recreate Captain America. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, and we know that that, it, you know, you know, and Cap became an asshole. That, I think that that's one of the differences, uh, this Cap from our Cap. Yeah. Steve Rogers was earnest and he was... Um, I won't say fun loving because he was not fun loving, right. but he 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 saw the American dream as something that everyone should aspire to. Yeah, he like never stopped believing in it. Right, this guy is like ah ah you people. Yeah, he like, he 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 takes it too far. Right, he's like the he's. He, he's that misinterpretation, that misguided, like, alpha male kind of thing, right, where it's – where he beats up, you know, Hank Pym because obviously you know, Hank Pym goes way too far right. with his, you know, abuse of Janet, which is another thing that I think, like, you know – because that's all based off of what I believe is just kind of one panel, right, in the main yes. comics where he kind of accidentally and it was yeah, Janet. It, and and that was dialed up to a million here. Yeah, which is, this is horrible. This made me hate this entire universe. Right, it was so bad. It, it was it was awful, and it just made you dislike, it made you dislike the comic book. Yeah. Like, like I'm you, like, oh my God, why am I reading this? Yeah, like, like you, you don't want them to succeed. And, and I feel like there's a part of me that feels like, you know, in the second volume, Mark Miller was probably like, "Okay, like let's let's do something like it needs to be a world-ending thing right. in order to make these like they have to actually save the world." Which is <laughs> messed up when you're doing that because it's like, "Oh my god, you people suck!" Yeah, so they've already written themselves into a corner. Well, of course. well yeah. that that was always my problem with the Authority. Right, they wrote themselves into a corner. Not Warren Ellis. Warren Ellis didn't. But right, a Mark Miller did. And he constantly does that. Yeah. Writes himself into a corner and he's like, how do I get this going? And then they give it to Jeff Loeb who just fucking blows the whole goddamn place up. (laughs) And then turns out the lights. Yeah. Um, (laughs) See ya. (laughs) Yeah, right? And so around this time, this is like 2000. Yeah. 2000, 2001. And they're, they're doing the whole relaunch of everything. You know, um, right, Marvel like Knights the onslaught had just happened. You yeah. know, and the heroes reborn. We're back in the re- yeah, regular back in the real now. world. And then you know, um, Marvel Knights is is a success. And Kevin helped save Marvel Comics with Joe Quesada. Right, and they had sort of like a uh, like a festive kind of hey, we're gonna we're gonna do uh, some carnival games, folks. And I remember <laughs> one of the posters we had. It was uh, one of the promo posters. It was um, it was for um, Marville, because mm-hmm. Smallville was big, and yep. um, it was Bill Jemis, who also took credit for writing yeah. Ultimate Spider-Man, and he wrote nothing. Yeah, how the hell does that work? <laughs> uh, I have no idea, because he was publisher. He was the uh, oh, publisher. Okay, I got he you. took so the we, credit. Yeah. 
and that executive I, producer of credit. Yeah, I'm right? like, yeah. wow, you what? A, and then he wrote uh, Marvel, which was god awful. Yeah, it was the shittiest. Oh, oh my god, it was like this. I I was reading it and I got angry reading it. <laughs> you read something, you're like, this pisses me off. It's like. Uh, Around here, we have uh, a rag called the Tri-City News. Yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah, yes. Tri-City News, not even worth wrapping your fish in, but it's good to angry up your blood. Yeah, people like hate read the Tri-City News. Yes. You know? That's exactly yeah. it. So I'm hate reading these these books. And I had uh, another one, like, I think it was uh, Night Owl or some nonsense. Oh, yeah. Duncan. It wasn't Duncan Pregredo. It was somebody else. I, I forget who it was. Yeah. But they were also touting Ultimate Spider-Man and... Um, Captain Marvel by Peter David. And they were going to like hit Peter David in the face with a pie. If he, whoever <laughs> oh outsold, God. you know, whoever outsold, whoever. Yeah. And Bill Jemis is like, I'm going to, I'm, my writing talents are legendary. I'm like, no, they're not. Yeah, right. I've never read, I, and I, I'm reading this thing going, you son of a bitch. And I'm like, <laughs> wow. That it, it literally, I'm like, wow. And I'm not by nature an angry person. <laughs> I'm like, oh my god, this is so horrible, and it brings out the worst in fanboys. Yeah, because when you've got this arrogant son of a bitch saying that oh, I'm the best writer there is, you know, you're like, no, you're not. Yeah, you're like, no, not try. <laughs> so that's that's the circus atmosphere that this is going about. And I I like Bendis's writing. I didn't like his writing on Superman. Didn't like his Justice League. In, yeah, you know, recent years. But I think he's still a decent writer. Yeah, he Bendis has always done better, in my opinion, with the. I want to call them the street level heroes, right? right. So his, his his ultimate Spider-Man, right? Anything he's done on Spider-Man has been fantastic. Mm-hmm. His Moon Knight run, his mm-hmm. Daredevil run, like all great. But I agree when he writes like some of the bigger heroes, right. he just doesn't, you know, because I, I think and I think it goes back to kind of like his writing style, like you said, it's 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 very much like the everyman, the way that he he writes his characters, right? And it's just you can't always write people like Superman and like the Justice League like that because Superman, you know, Superman is Superman, right? Wonder Woman is an Amazonian princess, Aquaman's a king, right? Yeah. It's like they, they can't all speak like Spider Man, who's a seventeen year old kid right. from Queens, you know, like yeah. <laughs> what's up, Diddy? You know, yeah, it just no. doesn't work. Yeah, yeah sorry. it just doesn't work. Um, but you know, it's it's funny too. I I in reading through all these Ultimates, it's like. Like, I, I want to like them so much more than I do, you know, because especially like the second volume here when the what are what are the this universe's versions of the scrolls come in and, you know, kind of like try to take over. But then you find out that they were also like partnering with the Nazis. Like mm-hmm. it is a cool because, again, like you said, it's the it's the Brian Hitch art, right? Like there's this one this one uh, panel, which is like easily one of the coolest panels in Definitely in in these comics, but in lots of other comics as well. When they when you think that the 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 Avengers or the Ultimates right had been killed, and then you find out that they weren't, and then there's that one scene here right where the Thor's doing the lightning and he's mm-hmm. shooting all the ships down, and then you again you have those silhouettes with Cap yep. in the front, and it's just like such a great freaking thing, and it, and it's like again it's like man, I really want to like these heroes. And then you're like, wait, I forgot two issues earlier, Cap bro- broke Hank Pym's jaw for, for beating on his wife, yeah. you know? like, <laughs> and Which is not, I mean, and that's taking it to that extreme again. Mm-hmm. This is um, going back to the Avengers back in the 80s where it was he pushed. It was supposed to be Jim Shooter said he pushed yeah. Jan. And the artist Bob Hall just had the, the yeah. slap. It's a backhand, yeah. yeah. And 
one one moment of anger, misplaced anger, and you know a lifetime of regret. Right. And to me, after that, when it took like eight years for Hank to become more heroic. Right. And again, John Byrne jumps in. John Byrne, the the reboot master, <laughs> um, put Hank on the like the actual roster right. of the West Coast Avengers where he was Dr. Pym and he had powers again. Yeah. He could shrink things with his hands. He had, you know, he, yeah, that was cool. I remember that. Yeah, it, you know, he's been subjected to the Pym particles for so long that he can, you know, make things grow and make things shrink. And Which is the genius of Byrne because he's the he's the kind of guy that would sit there and think like, what would actually happen, yeah. right, in this scenario? Yeah. This makes logical sense. Yes. Would he be able you know what? Yeah, why not? Doing comic book or cartoon yeah, logic, right? Yeah, why not? Of course, that makes sense. All that exposure, right? Sure. It's like you know, and then you and then you've got like the uh, um, oh god, I just totally lost my train. Oh yeah, so the so with the with the Hank Pym thing, right? You know that that panel, right? That that mm-hmm. misdrawn panel, right? Let's call it. And then Mark Miller just way overshooting oh, it, you know, way god jumping the shark. That's what led to, that's why we now have in the MCU Scott Lang instead of Hank Pym. They made right. Hank Pym older because they couldn't focus on him as a hero because they know that everyone's going to go back to, you He's know, a Hank Pym, the white beater, right? Like, you can't, don't get me wrong, I love Scott Lang's character and whatnot, you know, but it's just like, I, I, I want, like, when you think about the, like, Hank Pym is Ant-Man. He's Ant-Man, he's Giant-Man, like, he is... The guy he created the particles. He's the original. Like he's just a better version of all those characters. You know. <laughs> yeah. The the MC. Yeah. Not the MCU version, but the Marvel the six one six version. I. You know what? Up until like nineteen eighty two, when he the, the smack heard heard around the world. Um, up until that point, I was like, this is a great guy who this is really cool character, underutilized completely yeah. underutilized. Um, if you read. Uh, his appearances in Marvel Team Up. Yeah. If you read his stuff from um, Defenders. Right, totally. He's capable, in charge. He's a guy who knows what's going on. And then he kind of cracks. Yeah. And then for like the last two, three decades, depending on which, you know, he's he's always, I feel like, getting shit on, right? You know, oh like, my God. In, like in the 616, right? He was one of the guys that got replaced by Scrolls, you know? So he's yeah. just, right? Then he's one of the assholes that was on the wrong side of Civil War. And then in here, moving on past the, the next story, he's got the, where he tries to make like the defenders, basically, but they're all a bunch of hacks that don't have powers, mm-hmm. right? And he gets like his jaw broken again, you know, on this ill-begotten mission and he sleeps with a 19-year-old. It's just Oh my like, God, yeah, it's sick. Like, he's such a dickhead. Yeah. <laughs> And he, yes, that's and <laughs> one of my favorite slash hatred of uh, it was mighty the mighty Avengers, mighty Avengers, yeah. When, after Jan died, mm-hmm. well, Jan dies like every twenty minutes. Yeah, right? she 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 got sucked into that pocket universe yeah. or whatever at the quantum realm. Actually, yes, yes yeah. Uh, and that was at the end of Secret Invasion, right? Uh, yeah, it was. It was was it before or after Secret Invasion? I'm trying to remember because there was the. The Mighty Avengers got formed after Civil War because they split, right? It was the New Avengers, the Outlaw Avengers, right? And then the Mighty Avengers were like the public team. But it was... No, it was... It was, it was, um, it was before Secret Invasion because... Secret no, it was after because um, it was the Dark Avengers were... Right. They got ousted. Oh, and then, then they became the Mighty Avengers again, right. Yeah. And uh, Hank Pym was like, I need some Avengers. And everyone's like, go go, go to hell, yes. Pym. 
You're like you're uh, has been, and they're like, "Ew, the wasp! You're ew, that's creepy that you're, yeah. <laughs> you know, taking a woman's name." And he's like, "Wasps don't have, you know, gender, right?" So, yeah. So, <laughs> nice yeah. try, buddy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, I could have been the wasp. Um, it's like when Peter Parker's always like, "I'm gonna crush you like a bug." It's like I'm an arachnid. Yeah. <laughs> Damn you, people! Uh, I'm taking this to to homage my my dead wife. Yeah, or exactly. dead ex wife. And it was cool. I liked him as that character. I liked that whole iteration of the Avengers. It was a very just like scrappy, just rag like motley. Like yeah, Hercules was, was back on the team, and yeah, Hercules. You had. Um, I think that was the first time. He, uh, yes, and I think that was the first time he got introduced to. Was it was it Amadeus Cho who was the the younger, there was like a younger kid who was also really smart. Was it Amadeus yeah, Cho? Yeah, Amadeus Cho was right. in there. And then you had Jocasta, Jocasta. Jocasta was one of the Avengers. Which and was then creepy because he was in love with also, her. Also, yeah, like yeah. he ended up falling in love with her because he imbued Jan's personality into yeah. the, right, like into yeah, the AI. Yeah, that's what Ultron did in like 162. Right, exactly. Like 20 years before. And he wonders why see. Ultron keeps on coming back because he keeps on doing shit like this. Yeah, you know? exactly, because <laughs> now you're sleeping with his robotic wife. Right. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. it was a very ragtag team. It was a, that was a cool run of comics. And that I, th- I think that actually, so now that I think about it, I have it all on my shelf. I think that was actually during Dark Avengers ranks. I think that all culminated with Dark Reign, I think, or with Siege or whatever. Maybe I'm wrong. I'm maybe trying to— one of the Sieges, but— Yeah, it's, it all, was, it's all kind of flies together. Yeah, <laughs> oh, my God, yeah. It's, but it was Dan Slott, and he did a great job. And um, but that's when they made the the universe eternity made Hank Pym the scientist supreme. The scientist supreme. I forgot Remember? about that yeah. bit. Yes. <laughs> not Reed Richards. Not uh, Tony Stark. Not Doctor Doom. Right. Hank Pym. Because the, there was a whole really good issue. I remember that where like he had I forget what it was. It was some you know he had to get some MacGuffin from uh, from the Fantastic Four building, but had, but Reed didn't want to give it to him because and then he called them a hack, and then it was all it became a who can who's smart who can outsmart mm-hmm. the other one, and Hank Pym ended up winning. Yeah, <laughs> and he and Reed's Reed's kind of a dick too because Reed was on the wrong side of the Civil War. Actually, everybody. Even Cap was a little bit wrong, but... Yeah. yeah. Peter Parker was the only one that was on the right side. He He was manipulated, and then Then Peter Parker can do no wrong. There you go. (laughs) That's that's why. But uh, even in the second part of this, um, the second story arc in Avengers... uh, Ultimates 2. Avengers 2. uh, Ultimates 2. Gods and Monsters. This was... um, They were trying to... um, It was Loki and his... Yes. Yeah, and they, they were trying to convince or he successfully convinced everybody that Thor wasn't actually a Norse god. Right, he was a psychotic. His, yeah, and he got his power from the belt and, you know, whatever, which this is one of those things that, like, always sort of, this is where some of Mark Miller's writing kind of falls apart for me. I got you. Well, aside from, you know, aside from fucking up your characters, yes. Because <laughs> it's like there's a whole thing, right, where they 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 all, you know, gang up on Thor, Um and they actually make it seem like the powers were generated from the belt. So, mm-hmm. like, you're you're trying to, like, reconcile, like, like wait, wait, is it actually, like, like where, where are they going with this here? But then you kind of think, it's, oh, he, maybe he's just, like, Thor's just really defeated, you know, like, just downtrodden. Or, but then you have, like, the, <laughs> cracking up with the, <laughs> so, again, with, with, with the writing, like, where, again, he's already fucked up the characters, but so far the stories have been okay. Mm-hmm. But here's where the stories go sideways, too, right, because the whole thing has been, you know, 
we can't crack the super soldier serum, right? We can't crack the right. super soldier serum. We got the Hulk and this. Everything is all fucked up. And then here, all of a sudden, somebody has cracked some version of the super soldier serum because you've got Captain Britain, Captain Italy, mm-hmm. Captain France, Captain all these other freaking countries, and they all have like the same. Which is, you know, I mean, I mean, this is not a knock against Brian Hitch. This is like, you know, just what it was like. They all have the same style suit with just the different color flags, you know? Oh yeah, like, which is. Cool in a sense, but also, like, totally lame at the same time. <laughs> For me, this harkened back to, uh, I don't know if you ever read the Captain Britain, uh, the older I've actually stories. never read any of those, yeah. They're pretty damn cool, and there's this, um, like, called, it's where the multiverse came from. It's all the Alan Moore run. Right. And uh, it was uh, Otherworld, where they could, all the Captain Britons could converge. Oh, I'm sorry, just, I am aware about that. Okay, yeah. yeah. And they could all hang out, and there was... Uh, just a, everybody who was anybody would be there. Yeah, and, that's cool. And uh, Brian Braddock was there. He's like, hey, hello, governor. And he'd bump into Brian Braddock. Yeah. Hello, how are you? <laughs> you know, and all the Captain Britons went there, and they they didn't you know, beat the shit out of each other. It was pretty cool. Well, that was one of the things that was also cool about this, too, right? Because I, I think, and, and correct me if I'm wrong here, but I believe that this really was the first time that Marvel had kind of wandered into, like, true multiversal territory, right? Because, like, with DC, right, Earth 2 had been around for a while. There had already been multiple stories of multiple Earths, right? But Marvel had only really done, you know, like, whether it was an X-Men time travel story or one-off alternate universe stories, they had never really built a whole separate universe like this with ongoing stories, right? Well, Captain Britain kind of teased us with that. Yeah. And we had the Mojoverse. Oh, the Mojoverse, yeah. And there was also... um, trying to think um there was also the disparity between um vance astrovic and uh vance astro that's right yes so the original guardians yeah the original guardians they were in a from a different timeline right which a lot of this this stuff didn't happen and you had um you know uh vance astrovic became justice yep and from the new warriors which is really cool i I love that name better than marvel boy oh totally yeah a hundred percent um that's part of it. Where where else did we have the multiverse? Uh, oh my god, the the what ifs were the what ifs, right? Yeah, they were they were all multiversal. But this is like um, their own spin on like Earth two, right? And it, and it, and, it, and it's funny too because it like the one thing I never under like I I kind of even as good as Ultimate Spider Man was. And as good as Ultimate X-Men was, too, Mm -hmm. they all sort of got to a point where they just stopped being good, right? I think Spider-Man lasted the longest. Yeah, he went to about 140 issues. Yeah. It was still consistently, Pretty consistently good. Readable. And there there was definitely a time, I want to say probably around that, maybe like issue like 80, where like X-Men just totally shit the bed. Yeah, like... um, My wife had huge problems with... um, Wolverine sleeping with a 17-year-old Jean Grey. Well, yeah, that right off the bat, I mean, was ridiculous because yeah. it it just was. I mean, he it was, was 100 was years old yeah. at that point, right? Like yeah. and it just and they made they made a point of telling you that they were that the the rest of the X-Men were teenagers, right? Yeah. You know, and then but for the most part like those stories like once you got past that, all those other stories were really good. Even like even when again making people not likable, right? When mm. Wolverine legitimately tries to murder Cyclops, right? Yeah. You know, it still ends up, like, working out. Or, like, they're still more likable than this. Yeah. But then eventually, you know, then when they... I forget what it was. Oh. Again, also Mark Miller making right. them unlikable. I remember what it was. It was when they made Cable, instead of being 
anything even remotely resembling Cable. He was a future version of Wolverine. Which is, yeah, that's that sucked. But like, <laughs> one of the things that boggled my mind, and he he did it in here as well, was the um, the the Quicksilver Scarlet Witch thing. Oh, he which went is creepy as shit. Way too into oh, that. Oh my god! Like he, in the six one six, they they're just very close. Like, well, it's yeah, they you, insinuate. You've, you well, know, you've got an overprotective uh, older brother right. who doesn't. Approve of anything, that right? And it's a little creepy. Does. Yeah, here they're just they're like actually, I'm pretty sure banging. Like, yeah. like he's like, yeah. Oh, oh my god! I the only thing that you didn't see is like you know a- any yeah. actual. There was that one panel right where Wolverine's like watching them, like like watching them from the bushes, I think, and they're insinuating that he's like so, <laughs> and that is so goddamn creepy. He's such oh, an the, asshole. I mean, the the ultimate X Men is just that to me was also like uh, cringeworthy. Yeah. Because Cyclops is like, I love Eugene. And she's like, I'm going to go bang uh, that 100-year-old dude. Yeah, it's just like, I'll see you later. And everybody I'm, sucks. Hey, you know what? I'm going to let the professor watch. Right? Yeah. And, and that was the other thing that when he when Cyclops defected, and I know we're getting completely off topic. No, but, but, it, but it's all in the same yeah, universe, right? Ulti- like, the ultimate X-Men when uh, Cyclops defected to uh, Magneto's Brotherhood of Mutants, yeah. which... Much better name than Brotherhood of Evil Mutants because who fucking names themselves evil? <laughs> Nobody thinks they're evil. Even evil people aren't like, you know what? I'm I'm feeling particularly evil yeah. today. That's like classic Stanley thinking. How are they? How are we going to know they're evil? We tell them that yes. they're evil. That, that's, it's in the job description. <laughs> so you're like, holy god! And then he's like, my Brotherhood of Mutants. Welcome to my Brotherhood of Evil Mutants, Cyclops. I noticed that my daughter was looking at you and she was checking out the bulge in your pants. I forgot about yeah. that. And Cyclops is like, what? I think he says, like, I think he actually straight up says, like, she plans to seduce you later yeah. or something yeah. like that. Oh, like, <laughs> after the Harvest Ball, you're going to get uh, knee deep in my daughter. It's like, what the f- And what father says that shit? I know. Are you are you the dad or the pimp? Like, yeah, I mean, exactly. come on. <laughs> yeah. Excuse me, Cyclops, you owe me Twenty-seven dollars. I know, like, but but fuck. see, it's funny though too because like so 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 that I think like talking about the Ultimates too it right, informs like, this. It, it does right because like we were saying right. So the Ultimate Spider-Man was the start of the Ultimate Universe and, and uh, more wholesome, right? And 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 just all around better, like yeah. in, in every you know sense of the word. I mean, aside from Brian Hedges' art, right? Even though I love Mark Bagley, he's one of my favorite yeah. you know artists ever. Um, but like yeah, like you 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 kind of got the sense like okay, we're we're it's it's a Different Marvel Universe, but the same. We're just retelling a lot of the different stories, right. changing up the origins, but it's still the same kind of fun Marvel Universe that I know. And then Mark Miller's like, nope, just yes. kidding, because then this yeah. comes in, and then Ultimate X-Men comes after that, and then you get Ultimate Fantastic Four. Oh, my God, which was... <laughs> holy God, was that a downer? Yeah, like such a downer. Jeez. Yeah. So, yeah, and... Yeah, so... yeah, it's And like, then it just naturally culminates and we're just going to destroy the entire fucking yeah, and universe. Then, yeah, hey, Jeff Loeb, you got any idea? Yeah, let's torch the fucking place. <laughs> so why not? <laughs> what was that one said? And, it, and it's just like so... It, it, it's almost like not even enjoyable like reading through some of that. Like when the blob is eating the wasp, you know? Yeah. And then like Daredevil just dies in a building collapse, right? And it's like, what There's, is happening there here? There was absolutely... You know... Earth has shifted on its magnetic axis, and we're like, well, that's just fucking depressing. Yeah, right? Like, you know, didn't they do that with Counter-Earth? And didn't they do that with um, that the blue ball that Franklin Richards transported all of his family yes, to? Yes, pretty much, yes. Yeah, so it's like, oh, my God. They can never... 
you this is why Marvel can't have nice things. Yeah. It's, it's because they fuck it up. And I you know what? Marvel's the of DC and Marvel, Marvel's more successful. Yeah. You know, in terms of, you know, sales and such. But as far as like this, and I, I really wanted to like this. I no, nay. Nay. I really wanted to love this. <laughs> yeah, same. And unfortunately, you know, you've got Captain America kicking the shit out of Captain Britain kicking the shit out of Captain Russia. Mm-hmm. And they're all, it's like, oh my God, you guys suck. You know, the the only, the more I, so the only likable character, I think, in this entire series is Hawkeye. Yeah. He's the only one I think that's likable. And not to me, he's also like a certified badass. Like when he breaks out of the, uh, um, out of his uh, like you know he was strapped into the chair he breaks out because they're like you know we've taken all your weapons away and he's like and he rips his own freaking fingernails yeah, out that, and uses that was them. Like, like gross as shit so gross but I'm like oh that's badass like he's the only one and he's also the one arguably that loses the most like his whole family gets murdered of course you know but he's the only character I would say that is actually likable because even even Black Widow who is probably also very likable up until the point where she actually turns out to be a traitor right you know like but he's the only one that maintains his likability throughout I feel like absolutely no you are not wrong and I think Jeremy Renner played him perfectly in the movies and the TV show but yeah for for all these people he was like look this is a job for me this isn't this is a nine to five you know I I punch a time clock and you know I'm out of here yep I've got sick leave, and then they come to his house, and he's like, "You motherfuckers!" Yeah, he's like, "Here's what's gonna happen to all of you." Yep, I want. I'm calling my shots. Yeah, I'm going to kill each and every one of you, and I want you to know how I'm gonna do it. And that was great too. When they when they first broke into his house, and they're like, they're like, he, like he's down, no weapons. We got a corner in the kitchen, and he's like, "Bitch!" And he reaches into the silverware mm-hmm. drawer, and he's just yeah, yeah. like, <laughs> yeah, because that's it's not just Hawkeye's not just an archer, right? He's legitimately great with any weapon that anything that he's got exactly he is his bullseye personified yep which which is which is why bullseye became him in yeah. you know in the in dark avengers you yeah. know the the one other thing we haven't touched on that i one of my favorite things about this and it's just strictly a cosmetic thing i don't know if it was brian hitch's choice or mark miller's choice i love that the hulk is gray Yes, I just like Gray Hulk better than Green Hulk. I just, I just always have. Even like, Mister Fix It aside and everything, I just love. He just looks cooler. Gray. Even Mister Fix It was pretty badass. Oh, so badass, so, so badass. One um, of my favorite storylines. That is, uh, I'm, I'm sure it was Mark Mill. Um, not Mark Miller's. It's um, Brian Hitch's. Yeah, right. Yeah, I feel like, like that. You know what? Because we're gonna make him unintelligent, and he's gonna be. And that's another thing that uh, you know, Bruce Banner. You know, he became the Hulk because he was trying to impress his girlfriend. Right. Like, like he is, said he was trying to crack the super soldier serum. That's what he's being paid for. But he's really doing it to try to impress his girlfriend who doesn't even like him. I know. <laughs> and she hates his guts. And then when so. she said, I forget, in one of these volumes when he's in captivity and she's like, but do you think they allow conjugal visits? And it's like, how much are you going to fuck with this guy's brain? I'll, well, I mean, the <laughs> fact that she's having sex with Freddie Prinze Jr., you know that was uh, and there. That's that's one of the things that bothered me a lot about this <laughs> is the name dropping in the real Barbara Bush gets sucked out of an airplane. Yeah, <laughs> like it's just <laughs> yeah. And uh, uh, oh my god, uh, poor uh, who who am I thinking of? Um, 
Goddamn, poor Shannon Elizabeth. Yes. Oh my God. I just dragged She's just got to be like, holy fuck. <laughs> like, I'm I'm being seen with Tony Stark. Oh my God. This right. Sucks. My life is a, a hollow lie. So yeah, I I just I wanted to love it. I can't love it. Um, it's a cautionary tale for me. It, if yeah. you want to, if you want to know how not to write, um, superhero comics, th- this is like the best primer in the world. And I'm sure that there are people out there who's like, "You're fuck you, Zapsic. You don't yeah. know what you're doing." And you may be right, but for me, I was just like, "This is too mean spirited." Yeah, these people read like, um, even Doctor Doom's going like, "Wow, these guys suck." <laughs> wow. Yeah, because well, you know, it was very much. I feel like. They were, I feel like they were trying to shock you, right? And they just took it too far. And yes, there there are a lot of people that I know really love these stories, but they like when I and, and I've talked to these people, and like when you talk to them about it, like their their main reason for liking it is because it is subversive in the sense of a typical comic. And it's like if that's all you got, like you know, you you can't honestly sit here and tell me like you actually think these are like well-written characters because it's not even that they're not likable they're not necess- they're not really well-written either no they're not fleshed out yeah and, and yeah these guys are just uh, Hank Pym is he's a, a one-note joke um Bruce Banner is a two-note joke <laughs> only because they did name drop Freddie Prince Jr <laughs> and he wanted to eat Freddie Prince Jr it's like the Oh, it was just so <laughs> god awful. Tony Stark is one. Everyone is one note. Yeah, Cap is not patriotic so much as he is a bully. Oh, he's a hundred percent a bully. Yeah, he is. He's like America is great. So fuck you. He's like John Walker. Yeah, super patriot. Uh, taken to that next level. Yeah, like with, with with no concept of what it actually means to like be an American. Like just you know, <laughs> did you ever exactly? Wow. Um, <laughs> did you ever read Wanted? Uh, I never actually read the comic. No. Okay. Guess what? Next time Wanted. we're gonna do, yes, we're gonna do Wanted. Yes. Uh, I'm going to bring it in. I'll loan it to you because it's hell out yeah. Um, Wanted is the one thing that Mark Miller wrote. That I absolutely loved. Yeah. Um, but there's there's some problems with the writing as well. Right. And you're, his style of writing is, he's like, well, my girlfriend is banging my best friend. So I'm, I'm but you know, it's, I, I probably deserve it. <laughs> and that's, that to me is like, who the fuck are you? Yeah, who thinks that? Who thinks that? <laughs> So, I mean, this guy's, uh, Mark Miller must have a shit ton of stuff that he did in a previous life that he is right? paying for now. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my God, you poor, set. get therapy. Yeah, right. Get therapy instead of writing these things that I have to read <laughs> and go on podcasts about and talk about and tell people, read this if you if you feel like you want to slap your self around yeah if you really want to have a bad day yeah, you just seriously. read these comics yeah this is oh, and I, I mean i don't i i wish i could hate them yeah but i can't yeah, yeah again i don't hate them i just don't really like them either <laughs> yeah and it's like his fantastic four run yeah did you ever read that i read some of it i, I couldn't really get into it like of course not because yeah. <laughs> it was he took your favorite characters and he emasculated them yeah and or, I, I will say I do like what the Reed Richards of that universe became. I do like the... Oh, you mean the ultimate fantastic. Right, yeah. Yeah. 
Oh, the maker? Yeah, yeah, the maker. Yes. I, I like what he became. But yeah, the beginning of that Ultimate Fantastic Four run, I read, I read a few a few, a few episodes, a few uh, issues, and I just couldn't get into it. Well, that's Jonathan Hickman coming in and being like, hey, guess what? We're going to not fuck shit up. Yeah, anymore. we're going we're gonna, to like, actually flesh out our characters yeah. and tell a compelling story. We are going to tell a compelling yeah. story. And this one is, uh, folks, I'm sorry, this one was not compelling. Yeah, definitely not. Um, but uh, yeah, so all right, so we'll do want it on the next episode. Want it on the next episode, and we could we could do that. It could be it could be uh, Matt and Mike read comics, and also Matt and Mike watch comics with you and wanted. I are gonna, we should do um, Matt and Mike watch watch cartoons. I'm so down for that because I'm I'm watching cartoons all the time anyway. So. Fantastic. So you and I are gonna watch. Um, we'll watch it together. Hell yeah, I'm so and into that. We'll watch um, Justice League Dark. Um, the end, whatever that was, war. I, I think believe. it was. I think it was war, wasn't it? it was or, war. Yeah, or no, was it apocalypse war? Or the you know the apocalypse DC? war. Yeah, somebody needs to make me a, or maybe we can do a this primer? by watching all this stuff, right? Like there needs to be because like the DC pumps out animated content like nobody's business, and some of it is interconnected, mm-hmm. and some of it's just totally one off. But I don't know which is which. Exactly, because <laughs> they they swap out. Um, Character voices, right? You know, like, for, yeah, like oh, he did that one, but then like outside of the of outside of the Bruce Tim universe, where there was you know Batman mm-hmm. and Batman the animated series and Justice League and right. Justice League Unlimited, I got no concept of what's what. Gotcha. <laughs> There's Young Justice on this corner, right, and then everything else in in the middle. Exactly. And yeah, they did um, Tim Daly and Kevin Conroy as uh, Superman, Batman, like Public Enemies, right? Um, I think it was uh, Apocalypse and. Did they do that third uh, arc? I'm not sure. Well, yeah, no, I know they did one with they like should've. there was one with like Black Adam. They did All Star Superman yeah. too, um, and there was a whole series where it was like um, like the beginning of the Justice League, but they were all like in the New Fifty Two. Yeah, that costumes, was uh, right. And that had its that's whole timeline. Justice League War. Yeah, that had like its whole timeline. There were like three movies after that, and then I think that was also tied into Justice League versus Teen Titans. Like that was connected yes. also. Like it's we, I mean, we need a we need a PowerPoint presentation yes. to <laughs> figure it out. But that'll be on the next episode. <laughs> and I think it was Justice League versus Fatal Five, which is also that also too. That, yes. Yeah. Oh God! Well, we got we got lots of fun stuff to oh, do. Oh my gosh! Yes. Uh, it's going to be wonderful. Um, well, well listen I mean, to- gosh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I had a fantastic time as always. Um, thank you guys for listening. We're here at the Secret Stash. Uh, Matt, I'm Mike, and we, we read, read comics. comics.